Hi there. Welcome to listeners from across the globe. My name is Allison Nune, and this is Best Damn Reality, a new podcast intending to help bridge the spiritual and material worlds. Each week, I invite you to join me and to suspend all preconceived notions, to open your minds and your hearts to seeing everything from a much faster perspective. Should you be enticed enough, please also consider visiting me on my YouTube channel and on my business Facebook page, both under the name Allison Nune. Now, sit back, relax, and enjoy the journey. Good evening. 11.08 p.m. on Friday, July 16th, 2021, here in Sarasota, Florida. Impulsively capturing this recording in the moment right now. I can't tell you how many times throughout any one day I feel like I'm experiencing something in a way where I just want to share it. And not really necessarily the specifics, but the feeling. I want to convey a feeling that intuitively I know there are others out there that, you know, are meant to receive a particular share. Like if I'm being called to share something, if I get that thought, like I do every day, it's because there's an energetic match to it. And right now, if we had to oversimplify everything going on in the world, I think the most positive, lightest way would be to summarize it as frequencies and vibrations. Frequencies and vibrations. And we just need to be going higher. However, There are, I think, very real challenges in the physical 3D dimension. The one from which we are rising higher. We're coming from and evolving from, for lack of a better way, a lower dimension, lower frequencies, lower vibrations. And the trend, this is a monumental evolutionary shift a point where for those that have evolved and continue to evolve throughout this particular physical life it won't be as drastic when we get to that tipping point but if you've just been doing the same thing same routine comfortable but not really challenged yourself As you've gotten older, again, in this particular time-space dimension, if you don't keep growing and expanding, 
we are fast approaching this monumental shift where it's just going to drop. The gap's going to be too big. A lot of people are going to take the metaphorical leap and they're not going to make it all the way across. I think that's what lies ahead and will play out in a not-so-fun fashion. I would say for all of us to some degree. Because even though I'm not going to be going through the pain in, in ways where my mind is blown because I've been neglecting the ugly truth that's right in front of my face for so long, because I'm such a sensitive person energetically and an empath and compassionate, I feel other people's experiences and have to, I'm still young in making sure that I don't feel them so much that they overwhelm my own and or feel them so much that I attach to them, most especially if they're other people's experiences. But I have to be careful not to do that with my own experiences and sort of be as much and fully present in the moment as possible, suck the marrow out of each moment, and release it with love and gratitude for whatever that experience was, whether it played out quote-unquote positively or negatively. I'm bouncing all over the place. There's a pretty obvious reason for that. It was part of a very powerful synchronistic night. These days, evenings, they're increasing in recent weeks. I'm not just having, you know, one powerful interaction on a day every few weeks. It would seem to me that it's now happening multiple times in a single week. And they're not quick interactions. They're multiple hours long of just sharing space, sharing energy through words, through, you know, whatever. Mostly it's been with others through words. The past couple of weeks, the one, these experiences to which I'm referring, one of which just happened tonight. It's like you can't make it up. And it would be hard for me. I kind of come back now full circle to trying to convey the feeling. If I conveyed the specifics to you of what made me feel so magnificent this evening, it's a frequency. And if you're not going to receive it at that frequency, you, you don't, you don't, you'd be like, oh my God, your life is so boring. That's, you know, that's what generates what for some people would take, you know, a huge night out on the town to get the feeling of satisfaction and fulfillment and enjoyment that I had in a relatively simple way with primarily one person, but then a second person popped by unexpectedly and in a most powerful way as only she can. And I'm just still reverberating, literally reverberating now, three, four hours later, through the experience. And it's all about the frequency. Because it's not really the story that I'm conveying first and foremost. It's the frequency. It's the feeling. And I know, well, I have to share it in the way that I can convey it with the most passion and details and that's from my own perspective 
But what I invite listeners to do with my work is to feel, feel the words. Feel them before you even hear them. And if you know me, feel your connection that you have with me. Especially if it's a quote-unquote positive connection. As you listen, find the frequency that we connect at. The specific frequency, if I know you and you're listening, that you and I have connected to in the past. Feel that. Go back to a memory with me that makes your heart soar and know that as you think of that, there's always a part of that that I'm conveying with every single thing I share is this general feeling of I am speaking, how do I say this part? Yeah, I'm putting my creations and ideas out there through YouTube. And so by definition, it's going out to the world. But I will maintain that one of my, I have so many hypotheses for so many ways of my energy and how it interacts that I just haven't yet had any data to collect on, any experiences. But I feel like I'm, I'm not speaking to the whole world. That when and if I find people that have crossed paths with me in the past, in a positive way, who are able to hone in on the frequency at which I'm vibrating right now in today, the present day, and harmonize, tune to that frequency. I guess you have to tune to the frequency first. And then once you're, once you find the frequency and can see, hear, feel my note, harmonize your note and see how that would play in quote-unquote our real lives in reality how would that come out physically when we harmonize our lives through our connection in in a hyper-focused way right specifically to me and if you know me and you're listening to you And as you think of any memory, I'm right there with you. Bouncing, 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 bouncing all over. I've been dancing and juggling again, and tomorrow something magical arrives for my dance session. It will be the third Saturday in a row, and something is beginning to feel really good about... It's like making a routine as positive as possible. Because inherent in me, I hate routine because built into routine is structure. And I really 
and it seems counterintuitive or even ironic to people that know me. I don't know that they had ever guessed that I detest structure as much as I detest it. Yet interestingly, if you examine my life, it could be argued that it's very structured. But that's the beauty. It's like having structure within the lack of structure. We're making your lack of structure the actual structure of your life. And, you know, as I, it's taken me over a year to fully accept that we're not going back, guys, in terms of reality. I mean, yeah, like I, I, I kind of think it, the, the way and what I'm thinking of most in my world, my unique to my story is returning to the event world. I miss my Iron Man experience. <laughs> I miss, I mean, aspects of it I do not miss, but aspects of it and the people I miss. I miss that work environment was so much more conducive to me. The vibration and frequency of the people with whom I worked so much higher than what I work with at the farm. In, In so many ways, I feel like I suffocate at the farm, and that's so ironic. So when I, and they, yeah, that world has in most ways to most of them returned back to normal here in 2021, but I could not do it. Everything within me that, you know, screams 100% of me does not believe anything is back to normal, no matter how much it appears as such on the surface. And I would argue the more normal it seems, meaning The more like it was before COVID times right now to you means you really have blinders on. And I'm not saying that from judgment. I'm saying ain't nothing the same since this scenario began to act out 18 months ago. Nothing's the same. It's not going back. We're only going forward. And that's been a really emotional thing for me to fully accept for a lot of reasons, least of which some of the best people, the most hardworking people, the biggest hearted people, the smartest people, and arguably the most high performing at multiple, like high performing in multiple ways at the same time and a whole team of us. Holy shit. Like it's the most powerful work environment and the the one in which I've been allowed to shine the brightest with, a, with barely shining at all. Like, I was so under the radar in so many ways. And it was so fantastic. And I was so thrilled with that. And that's part of the reason that I knew I was going to be leaving behind that world in one way or another very soon. But I thought I had one more year. And that year would have been 2020, but it it wasn't meant to play out in that way. But the world of Iron Man serves as huge inspiration for me. It's my most recent high point at all these levels. And so it's sort of like, I, I have, that's my building block. It's my building block and it is one hell of a building block. But... Now that I fully accepted we are not going anywhere back to normal and knowing that I've sort of been afraid, stuck, really stuck in the muck for a lot of years in terms of really going after 
you know, the world, the work of my dreams, to be able to support myself, which is to say, spend my days every day, all day, serving the world in the way I want to, in the way I believe is most efficient and most serving for me and everybody like outside of me. I, I, you know, and, and it's, I'm too powerful a manifester and I, I, I understand how this, you know, in general at a very high level, how it plays out, you know, how you create your reality. And so I know I'm the only one that's been in, you know, my own obstacle through my thoughts, through my unhealthy, non-serving patterns, through focusing more on what's not going well instead of what's going well, getting frustrated, woo, frustration. And, you know, all those things are just self-blocks. You know, they're just obstacles that I'm putting in front of my own journey. But the great thing about that is I'm, you know, I can remove them. In fact, I'm the only one that can remove them. I can remove them at any time. And this past year, as I accepted that, okay, you got to get, quote unquote, your world of work off the ground. And that means you got to be home. And the farm clearly needed me. And I mean, it's ideal in so many ways, but I've been resisting, resisting, resisting. And I have certainly known now for over a year and a half that I needed to get, stop resisting and step it up. Let's go. Let's play at our level. Let's stop playing small. Let's stop being afraid. Let's stop doubting ourselves. But the last time that I so innocently and purely took a leap of faith into my own story, with full trust and faith and belief. I was walloped. It's like I took this leap, huge leap over this gaping crevice to like, this is how much I'm jumping into a different life. And I made the jump. But when I landed, boy, I had a lot. I mean, that was a big jump. I, it really was different. And I really was different, but I had to get used to what that difference looked like as it was reflected back to me by my own projections and by others' projections. And the place that I had leapt from couldn't have been more different and unhealthy in terms of understanding and ignorant and unaware in terms of understanding how that all worked and what I was, you know, zero. I had like almost no awareness and understanding of the degree to which I was accepting other people's projections more than anything else. The degree to which I was accepting other people's projections, good or bad. But the bad ones are what kept me in these damaging, painful patterns. Um, So... You know, the last time I was kind of metaphorically in this place eight years ago, eight and a half years ago, I, you know, it's like if I had known then what I know now, I wouldn't have taken the leap because, you know, it was that painful. A lot, a lot of, you know, a lot of lessons, a lot of experiences, a lot of weeks over those eight and a half years spent in a lot of grief, sorrow, anxiety, sadness, 
guilt, shame, you know, all of it, just really feeling my life through a different lens, mostly through a lens of detachment. But really, and because I was detached and I was already connecting to the feelings pretty deeply, but connected and attached is very different than connected and detached. It's like you get all the positive without the negative, if that makes sense. I don't know how it, it's like I'm going back and anything that I experienced as quote unquote negative, I'm transmuting it and turning it into the positive or flipping the coin and just seeing the other side of the story that was present as I was living what I was living. I was just experiencing it through the painful, my family is broken, my, nobody in my family that I live with sees me. Nobody is cheering me on and even trying to help me shine bright. They're working against me and they're my family. How can they be doing this? And of course, no one had the conscious awareness of it, but then I tried to communicate it and then shut down with the communication. I mean, it was torture. It was torture. It's why I was suicidal. It was torture. It, it was like I had such a high level awareness of exactly what was going on without being conscious of it. That's even powerful. It sounds so oxymoronic, counterintuitive. Like, can you be aware of something that you're not conscious of? Oh, see, I love that. The subtlety of the words. I love that. Can you be aware of something that you're not fully conscious of? And I'm going to say fucking I, yes. I'm saying I was definitely aware. Again, high level. I didn't understand it. I was aware that there was just a lot of, this something was fucked up. I'm like, I don't get it. I know my parents love me. This is how they display love. And then, you know, and, and then you try to communicate it and they attack you and everyone outside of you tells you, you know, how amazing you are, but your own family tells you you're horrible. You know, like, oh my God, it was, it was, it was, oh my God, so hard, so hard. And it's taken, you know, so to go back and experience these times and put that side of it on mute and just flip the coin over, holy shit. I I think it's a beautiful way to heal. It's a beautiful thing I'm going to play with because I would argue our healing process is never done. You, You know, that's the humility of it. You, you got to almost assume that there's always something on your unconscious or your subconscious that you're not fully aware of. And, you know, why not assume that there's always healing, something to be healed from? And if you put the energy out towards yourself and you happen to not need it, it ripples out and goes out to heal the world at large beyond you. It's a win-win. So there's something about my storytelling going back it's it's time traveling it's healing from a time traveling way all from the now moment and i'm beginning to feel days of the week here you know again i'm sorry bouncing 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 but this is bouncing back to i mean this doesn't really fall in line energetically in my opinion with the podcast kind of does could be the next episode of the podcast I'd have to rename it or name it after I listen because 
fuck, I've been all over the place here. But it feels like a different energy than the podcast because this feels more stream of consciousness. This feels more like, you know, I'm not exuding any energy to try to overthink and keep it all connected. Like it's the stream of consciousness that makes it, 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 it's an exercise for a different part of your brain. It's to help break the extreme planners and left brainers. And I am one of those people. So there's something about allowing this to come from me without the judgment and criticism of myself, even though I'm trying to get others out there to listen that I know their first initial reaction would be to judge and criticize. But it's those folks that I think, oh my God, all they got to do is let go a little bit and come with me on these journeys. And I don't know, but I just sense that magic is going to start to be coming out of us if we just put down the resistance, if we just go higher in the tree. Just, 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 well, oh God, I have this written down somewhere. Wait, what did I say? Give me the time, give yourself the space, and I promise I will take you higher. Give me the time. Give yourself some space. And I promise I will take you higher. This is a different kind of show. And I'm just kind of letting myself play around because I'm settling into a very different year ahead. Knowing there's going to be tough, very tough, sad, hard parts, probably with a lot of loss and a lot of pain. But knowing that I got to balance, I have to balance that experience with the other side of the coin that is also present as we evolve from this dualistic world into a world of understanding that in the duality, they're the same. Same coin, different sides. It's the duality. I have all these different names. Conscious co-creation, stories of synchronicity, multidimensional storytelling. And each title carries with it a kind of different vibe a different approach to sharing. And I'm going to figure out a flow. And I'm just trying to structure it at a really high level. Like right now I'm imagining a particular day of the week is set for a particular, like right now I've got Saturday nights where I try to dance for at least an hour or two in the evenings at night. There's a reason why it's Saturday night. There's a reason why it's at night. And there's a reason why I'm trying to, I'm starting there with the regularity. If I can do this tomorrow, it'll be three weeks in a row. And now I'm like, you know, it's kind of like when you learn to juggle, especially if you really aren't that athletic or less athletic than, than somebody else. You know, the ones that aren't as coordinated, you start with one ball and just toss it up up and down in one hand and, and then change to the other hand. So it's like 
the dancing every Saturday and fitness, fitness, dancing, juggling, music sessions, Saturday night. It's like that's my first ball. And now I'm ready to add a second ball. Still not exactly clear. Will it be this sort of recording on the Friday night before? Um, you know, like I, I'm definitely, I, I'm seeing it, but it, the specifics are still not in yet. So I don't know what this recording will be. I don't know if I'll use any of it. Maybe I just cut a small piece of it. I have no idea because I know it's absolutely all over the place. But I just needed to capture a snapshot of the frequency, of the vibration, which absolutely includes the two personalities, TB and KS. One male, one female, an old friend, a new acquaintance. Oh, man. Both of them military, different branches, but both military experience. Um, just, just really unbelievable, really unbelievable. And if I factor in the fact that my house is getting painted and my painter, the fact that it's now been two weeks with him and it's going to be a whole nother week. So I definitely didn't anticipate at all the experience that the house painting has been like fuck I could almost do a series of podcast recordings just on the experience of painting the exterior of my house and with the character that is my New York Italian painter oh my god so you factor in oh shit and I forgot I saw these other three friends of mine today more men unbelievably unique beautiful powerful beings holy shit so I'm saying, like, it's not the specifics. The specifics will be will sound boring as hell. I don't think I can dress up the specifics unless people got to know the characters. Much like you do with, you know, this sounds so stupid, but this is why we get attached to sitcoms and things. You get attached to the characters. Oh, my God, these characters in my life. And I say that, and it makes it sound like I'm being could sound somebody could interpret this as being I don't know superficial or or oversimplifying or you know by saying it that way but we are we, we are in these ego personalities we are characters in the ego personalities and the awareness that each of us has about that and and what we share with one another makes it this sliding scale of to what degree we kind of consciously play our roles and play our characters. And my Sarasota life, if I had to sum it up in one thing, the most powerful aspect when I first moved here and rings true still today is I just cannot believe the uniqueness of the human beings that are part of my life. It's fantastic. You know, I, I mean, that is what we're here to, to be, is to shine and be as unique as we are. There's no one else on the whole fucking planet like you. Yet, we have tons of similarities. And ultimately, we are all connected and are the same. So it's so fucking crazy. 
Like, do you understand how much beauty that is to play with? <laughs> that at the same time, we're the same, yet 100% different in terms of our uniqueness. But if we go high enough in the tree, we're all connected to the same one mother and father, if you will. The same one energy, God. It's, it's, how do you not, how do you, it's infinite. That's infinite. It's the best way you could define infinite and try to, you know, put infinite into a, which, which again, oxymoron, can't do it, but put infinite into a structure. How much more vast a spectrum can you get when the, the absolute truth of the reality is right now that we are, at the same time, we are simultaneously 100% different and unique and 100% the same and just, you know, different aspects of the same energy. It's so fucking amazing. It's amazing. As human beings. And that's the other thing that I'm playing with is like, there are different aspects of me that come out in different ways and with different crowds of people. And I completely understand that a certain expression of me while it might be fully accepted and, and, you know, in a certain crowd and tons of people like it, not at all well received in certain other crowds. For example, my Iron Man energy in the Iron Man world is fucking celebrated because we're, you know, we all, it's like we all see one another in, in one another in some re- re- respects. Because you, you don't land in that world. You, you can't fake your way through that world very easily. In terms of getting through the work week. <laughs> like, even if you're a slacker, you're putting in one hell of a work week, if only on race day. Like, to get through a 20-hour work day on, like, no sleep? All right. I don't, you know, I, I'm sorry, but there's not, there's a growing number, uh, not a growing number of people that, you know, because I, I don't even want to go back to that because it's not balanced. It comes more from that masculine energy of proving, you know, like, but it, it's also a beautiful way you can push yourself. You know, and we all push ourselves in different ways. So who am I to judge? I love that world. That world does not play out well at the farm. That, that frequency of that world. It's, it stands, uh, and, and I, I don't know, I can't, I can't put to words what a, what a particular stress that is for me. <laughs> like, but, but I can't go back to the, the race world because... It's actually more of a compromise and it would be more stressful for me to go back into that world and pretend like the world's the same. Kind of bringing us back to another part previously in the recording. When I said, you know, if you think and you feel like life has returned to normal, I'm sorry to say that you are not, you are denying and in a bubble that you have no idea how close your bubble is to bursting because all the bubbles are bursting. It's bursting. Okay? All, all you that have put yourselves into gated, beautiful gated communities and surrounded yourself in your bubbles of high-performing works and, and, and families and communities that, that reflect that, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. No one, I, I certainly am not somebody that wants to ever take that away from somebody. But there has been huge amounts of suffering that have continued to happen on this planet. And part of why I think the American experiment was 
was to understand that I do think we had a greater responsibility, if only to take advantage of all the freedoms and opportunity we have in this country and to try to take more of our own, screw the responsibility of the world. We had a responsibility to our own fellow countrymen and women. Screw the rest of the world. I mean, I, I think it extrapolates out to that. But we can't fix the world. Let, let's start in our own damn backyard. There's so many people not thriving in our own country. And that, to me, never felt American. That never felt, it, it didn't feel human to not take as many with you up. Like, like for me to just rise up and have this super quote-unquote successful and happy life. Now listen, I'm not about handing it out to anybody. But genuinely understanding, and because it's been my own journey the past 10 years, how challenging it is if you're being called to your uniqueness in a world that's been conditioned away from uniqueness. That means that it, it, it's not an equal there is an equal opportunity for everybody to shine bright. And if I'm experiencing that, and I'm as fortunate and wealthy in so many ways that I am, meaning I've got an education, I've got a roof over my head, I'm able to pay for myself, you know, all the hundreds of thousands of people in lower socioeconomic situations, people without education, you know, people that are working their asses off just for bare minimum you know, support their families and such. I, I just, every, it's got to be, everybody's, it, I just didn't think it was good enough. I just, I wasn't going to settle for myself rising up and seeing still so many in, in, in a system that now creates people to, to it's just, I don't want to go off too far on that tangent. I just know the bubbles are are bursting because we've ignored we've ignored how many like how fortunate we are. If you're listening to this, how fortunate we are. And it's time to come together as a humanity. Do the work, but help, give that helping hand. And learn how to give a helping hand that, you know, it's teaching a man to fish, not just giving him the fish. And, you know, you got to learn to fish. A lot of people have been given the fish, and they don't want to learn to fish because they've been given the fish for so long. Now they're used to it. They, they, you know, why should they learn to fish? Why can't I still just be given the fish? And that's part of the metaphorical and literal die-off that will happen as well. Because this isn't handout time. This is big boy, big girl time. Accountability. Responsibility. Communication. Respect. And understanding what you put out, you get back. You take care of you first. No one outside of you should take care of you first. You take care of you first. That's how you first serve best. Take the best care of yourself so then you can be the best for others with whom you interact. Um, I'm going to wrap this up. No idea what will be shared. I'm just, um, 
God, please, Spirit, help me continue to let go. Help me to resist less. Help me to go inside more. Go internally more. I've gotten into my own pattern of connecting to some of these people on YouTube. And it's just because it's, it's been so lonely to not have that physical connection with high frequency. I don't have the physical in the person, the person, high frequency. The farm is not that for me. I have to bring myself and my energy down. It knocks me down so low. But I know I'm there to be able to be in that environment and not be affected. And in the meantime, I have to keep inspiring myself to rise higher. I know the music is going to help me do it. I know the project is how I'm intended to serve right now, ripple2020.world. I know that it's not officially launching the fundraising part until 2022, but time is flying, quote unquote time. It's flying. And none of it really matters anyway. It's just about raising the frequency and doing what makes my heart sing. And trusting all these, if I want to do 10 different pieces of work a week and record as 10 different aspects of myself that come across as 10 different characters, then so fucking be it. If it overwhelms people, if people don't have a clue, if they think you're crazy, who gives a fuck? I have to stop being attached to the ego, to Allison. I just want to let the energy flow. I just want to, you know, sometimes not censor myself or be controlled and worry about who I'm going to offend as I say something a certain way and just let it kind of come out like tonight. I don't care that it, it, it bounced all over the place. Let it come out. Let it come out. All of it. Let the expressions come out. Let them come out. Don't give a fuck how someone reacts, good or bad. Don't be detached. Just allow yourself to express all these, it's all these just ideas, stories, dances, sharings, interpretations, perspectives. Just putting it out there. I like, I like using words. I like talking. And I sit here and have been spending more and more time watching these other people who have, you know, doing, I, I've been talking for eight years. How is it that I'm not doing more of what I claim, which I know I love. And it's just been a lot of, a lot of fear still, a lot of resistance, a lot of self-doubt. Didn't feel like it, didn't seem like it, wouldn't have guessed it. But as I peel back the, you know, the onion and look in the mirror and, experience, you know, what I'm feeling and, and why I'm still a year later so frustrated at a, at a place where I spend a good amount of time. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing. But if you want out of the matrix, if you want out of 3D, if you really want to be part of something new, you got to be new. You got to act in a different way. You cannot focus, Allison, on what's not going well. Otherwise, that's all you're going to continue to create. Focus on what's going well. Focus on what's working. Celebrate what's all coming together and is wonderful. Celebrate that. 
When the shit happens, examine it, be with it, learn from it, for sure. Fuck, man. Celebrate. Dance. Move. Play. 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 I painted this week. I haven't painted in a year and a half. Um, I haven't worked out in two weeks, which has really thrown me off. The painter is part of, it's the primary reason for that, but not the only reason. Um, God, unbelievable how much better I feel when I'm exercising. It's, ooh, it's so stark. It's unbelievable. So I, I definitely am eager to get back to that and work that back into the mix. So there's a lot to come into balance here still. And I have a feeling that the external is going to get even hotter as the summer moves on. So it likely won't be easier to integrate and to reconcile all this energy. So it behooves me to not put it off here any longer. And that's why I decided to let this flow out tonight. So... It is what it is. It's just before midnight. Hope to have a dance session tomorrow. If you came on the journey with me today, thank you. But man, as I really, I, I think these are going to be shit. I just want to entertain myself. It, if it helps anybody else or entertains anybody else, that's fantastic. But how cool is it that I just have fun with myself? in these recordings and like when I dance. Can't ask for anything more. Thanks.